Hello, everybody. To be a whole creation means you have to be patient. Ugh, I hate that word. Patience. Patience with yourself. Patience with inheriting the promises of God. And patience with each other. Patience is the gateway, the doorway to greatness. Patience. So without further ado, I want to introduce my friend, Clarissa Martin, who has been a big blessing in my life. You are now watching Whole Creations. We are friends from our current job, and she has taught me a lot by her persistence, her guidance, her love for our coworkers, and her love for the students that we work with. And in this place, we've learned a lot about having patience for one another, patience for our students, and patience for the future, because things may not seem stable at times, but we always find that common ground of, hey, if we're remaining patient with one another, we're gonna keep on persevering. So that's the thing that I found from Clarissa by her just being herself, just being, just being herself because when she, with her being herself, she's ministered to me with just being patient. So I don't even know if she knows this, but she has definitely ministered to me by her act, her actions of patience towards one another. So, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. That's really sweet. I super appreciate that. Cause you know, that I do at work just always, uh, you know, keep those messages going. And when I see people, I try to stop them and, you know, check in and do all that stuff. And, you know, I, I think I've told you before, that just being a mom, um, a lot of ABA and a lot of um, working with special needs students came naturally because, you know, as a mom, you have to be patient. I mean, that's, you know, just a requirement. <laughs> yes. Yes. She is a mom of four kids. So yes, I can definitely see that. <laughs> so, yeah. But, she, yeah, two teenagers, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, um, her patience pays off, and I've seen it. So, so thank you, Clarissa, for being you. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to ask her two questions for today, and it's really straightforward. And I believe everybody out there that's watching this will get something great from this. Um, for your own life because our show whole creations is for everyone out there what they can learn and take away to apply to their own lives so clarissa what does the word patience mean to you um to me patience is just being able to wait for something or a situation you know, just either something like a thing like being patient for a job or a car or something or um kind of not forcing things, you know, just if something's not working out, just being able to sit in that situation and be like, okay with it, not maybe going your way. Mm. Um, you know, one of the things that I kind of think of, um, one of my favorite quotes is by Eckhart Tolle. And he says that stress is wanting something to be what it isn't, mm. you know? So if I feel like I'm being impatient about something, which is normal, you know, like we all have those times, I try to tell myself that, like, hey, am I getting stressed about it? Well, I, if I can't change it, then I just need to chill out and be patient, you know? And 
also being a Christian, one of my favorite verses that's kept me sane through the years is Philippians, uh, I think it's four, six, and seven, like be patient, be anxious for nothing, (laughs) but through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your requests known. And then, you know, yeah, exactly. God will will get it. God will take care of it. He's got it. And so, you know, if it wasn't for having faith in the Lord, then I don't know that I could be a very patient person because I, I have to trust. And that's what it just comes down to. Yeah, exactly, dude. Because there's going to be a lot of situations in our lives where we're going to have to learn to be patient for whether it's with people, whether it's with circumstances, whether it's um, anything, there's a lot of in-betweens. There's going to be patience in the in-between. So, yeah. Is there like any big dream that you have for the future that you've had to be, you've had to be patient for? Lord, yes. So we've talked about, (laughs) we've talked about my cabin, like my dream little hideaway cabin up in the woods. Um, Yeah. I'm learning patience in a whole nother way right now because, um, you know, the world is crazy. And then also just people who have tons of money sitting around somehow or just buying up everything. So, um, you know, my kind of my dream was to have the cabin for Christmas and it's just not happening. People have more money than I do <laughs> to put down. And, um, you know, so I'm just trying to be patient. You know, I know that the perfect place will come at the right time, um, you know, but and I gave myself, I think, like a day to just kind of cry and whine and vent to my friends and say, you know, like, I want this one and it's not happening. And by any chance, does anybody have $15,000 sitting around <laughs> that I could just hold on to? <laughs> yeah. But, you know. At the end of the day, I just, I have to sit with it, accept it for what it is. And, you know, just know that again, God's got it. It'll be fine. It's not a rush. I have a place to live in a beautiful castle. (laughs) Um, You know, I have a roof over my head. There's no rush and it'll just, it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, dude. Exactly. Like you ever use like your imagination just to picture yourself in that cabin though? Like, for sure. Oh my God, for sure. And I think that helps, you know, so when I do get sad about it, I go to my little Pinterest boards or like my Instagram. I have some things that are saved from Instagram. Um, sometimes I'll share them in my stories, you know, like a beautiful picture of a cabin or like the mountains and it just keeps like my hope and my dream alive for me. Yeah. You know? but, I mean, it take, I mean, it sounds easy, but it's taken forever to get to this point. I mean, really like the last probably five years of my life, have been way more, um, I've been able to, to learn patience and to kind of appreciate um, the in-between, you know, like you said, like there's so many situations in our lives where we have to be patient and we're kind of forced to be patient mm-hmm. and there's so much to learn in that time. One thing that I've been really patient for is um, I believe that one day I'm going to be a television host for people with special needs to show off their talents. Like you ever watch the Ellen show? Yeah. So like having them come on, showing off their talents and really getting them um, um, promoted in society because I don't think there's that many shows out there. I mean, there's there's a couple of great organizations and I've seen some good YouTube shows where people interview people with special needs and really amplifying their lives. But I want to do that on a whole new level where they could really put it out there. So... That's so beautiful. I love it. 
And I also, I also feel like when there's something in your heart, like a passion like that, I mean, my cabin is nothing compared to that dream, (laughs) but you know, when you have something in your heart, like I hear a lot of people say like, you know, that they want children, especially they talk to me about that because they say I have a hundred, you know, so they're always like, oh, I want a baby. And, you know, and I think if God puts something in your heart that beautiful, like there's no way that's not going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, anything's possible, right? So, Absolutely. Can you tell us about a time in your life that you really learned patience, even though you just touched on one thing, but what's another yeah. thing out there? Um, I think like the biggest thing is my children, you know, um, having four different personalities and, you know, kind of, I have the same, I don't know how to explain this. Like I have the same expectations of all of my children. I want them to, you know, be respectful, be kind, um, you know, speak their mind. I want them to do well in school. I want them to, you know, help out, be a part of the family, help out with chores or, you know, watch their, watch each other or stuff like that. Um, you know, but they all have, grown in different ways. And I told you things about my oldest, my 19 year old, you know, where it's just Lord help me because, you know, she's 19, but she lives at home. And so there's challenges with that. And there's challenges with the 15 year old being the only boy, um, my 11 year old, you know, so the toddler, it's just, uh, I'm learning that God put me in their lives to be their mother. This is my job. You know, he's equipped me to be their mom and it's really just being patient with myself, you know, but, but being a parent is very, um, beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. It's crazy. It's a lot, but at the end of the day, like I've learned so much patience from these kids and, and what they need from me, you know, and there's things that my 11 year old needs for me that my 19 year old never needed from me. So just being able to say, you know what, Clarissa, you can't, do this the same this time you have to be different you have to listen to the you know what she's saying um and just try to be the best mom you can and show her god's love you know i think the hard thing for the kids right now especially like the preteens and i'll speak just to my 11 year old and the experience i'm having with her with tiktok and all those like you know discord and chat boards and all that stuff um she challenges me a lot with um, you know, why do you think that that's a girl just because her name's Amy and, you know, she was born a girl. Why do you assume that she's a girl and having to be patient and not get preachy with her or not get too adulty with her and just be there where she's at and meet her where she's at and just tell her, you know, this is, if I don't have an answer for her, I just try to tell her like, you know, this is really important to you. I can tell. And I want to respect what your thoughts are on it. So I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to think about it and I get back to you. And what I do is I Google (laughs) and I find things and I try to find a scripture or I try to find something that I've been through that I can relate to her and try to explain that. But, you know, I lose my patience sometimes being a mom, Um, you know, and sometimes she says things and I'm just like, snap back you know and I'm just like that's not right or like that's not how it's supposed to be um and I have to check myself because I'm like that's we live in a different world you know but I can still guide them and love them the way that my parents loved me the way God loves me and the way my friends love me and just 
be gentle. <laughs> and I, I think it's important that we remember that we were once at their age. I mean, a completely different time. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. And I mean, I think, I think my biggest, still like biggest uh, act of learning patience is with myself because as like gracious as I can be to other people and patient as I can be with other people. If you guys knew the like thoughts that were in my own head about myself, it would be like, what Clarissa, you know, but it's, it's learning patience with myself now, you know, that's a big thing in my life. Um, I'm 41 and I figure like, you know, if I could start to really do some inner work on myself and to have grace and compassion and, and patience with myself, knowing that God's got me and, you know, kind of preaching to myself, you know, reminding myself. I'm not going to say her name, but there was a coworker um, who's well-respected at her job, who, who has done such a great work with the mild, mod, um, mild, moderate students. I'm not going to say her name, but she told me something that really stood out to me the other day. She said, there's a difference between being confident and then help having self-love and confidence is where where we both have this clarissa like you we see each other how we're motivating how we're helping other people how we're really confident in what we do then self-love is something where nobody else is around it's just you by yourself and who you are and that's Mm -hmm. something that i'm learning too learning to have that self-love that self um guidance through the holy spirit of course and yeah. So yeah, reaffirming God's love to myself. So yeah, what I've done um, <clears throat> before, and I just kind of lose track because of course, like when you're somebody, um, when you're a mom, and then sometimes I think a lot of people in our field share this too, the same heart of service, you're giving, 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 and you forget to fill your own cup. Um, but what I've done before is I have created like a worship playlist that um, I play in the morning on my drive to work. Um, if I'm home on the weekend, then I try to play it while like I'm cleaning or getting stuff ready. But one of the songs that gets me every time and I cry every stinking time <laughs> is um, Redeemed by, I don't remember who sings it, is it Casting Crowns or it gets me every time. Cause you know, it's just like, I'm not who I used to be and like, Oh, it's just beautiful. Let Wait, me see if I can find that. I think I know what song you're talking about. I have been redeemed. Big Daddy Weaves. Okay. It's a beautiful song. So if you haven't heard it, you should listen to it and take it all in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most yeah. definitely. That is a beautiful song. So I take off these heavy chains, walk away. <laughs> Sing it, <Mr>. Ryan. <laughs> Who I used to be. Okay, anyway. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, but it gets me every time. I mean, that one and then Kirk Franklin's um, Imagine Me. Mm. Mm. Those two, I, they come on in the rotation and I'm just gone. <laughs> I haven't heard that. But, okay. Yeah, you'll oh, you'll love it. It's it's beautiful. But I mean, I know like you, you know, you you had shared the other day that you've been medication free for is it a year? One year, yeah. A year. I was on anti-anxiety medications yeah. from the age of seventeen to thirty-six. Right. Right. Wait. And I've been medication free for 
since I was 36. Really? I, wow. I, yeah. I would have never known. <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Really beautiful. Praise God. Praise God. So my, my journey in being patient with myself started then, I think, because I, I just, and I'm sure it's probably a similar type of thing for you, but it's just like, I didn't like the way I felt on medication. I didn't like that. I felt like I couldn't be myself. Right. Um, there was like this internal, like, and it helped. I mean, I get it. Like sometimes with anxiety, you just get panicked and you can't, you know, go from A to Z, you go from like A to B, C, you're just all over the place. <clears throat> but I didn't like feeling like when it was a normal situation in life that I couldn't be myself. Like I felt like it changed my personality. So I, I started to stop taking it and like wean off and everything. And um, through that, like, I've just learned, like, there's some things about anxiety that are a blessing. There are some things that I can work with and through, again, being patient with myself and saying, Hey, it's okay. You're anxious right now. Can you fix it or not? You know, and, and it's funny because sometimes my friends laugh because they say that my Jesus is a gangster because, you know, I tell them like, if I'm being anxious that I'm like, I, in my head, I hear God tell me like, knock it off, <laughs> like, you know, stop it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. That's how he talks to me. He tells me, knock it off. You're being silly, you know, like yeah. get it together. Yeah. Like he yells at me and it's, a, it's fine. We're fine. Like our relationship's good. <laughs> I understand. He gets me back on track because it's just. You know, there's nothing to be anxious for. And I've learned that, like I said, the last five years, I've learned that, you know, God's got a plan. I have to trust it. He's never failed me. I can't tell you one story of where I've really been in trouble and not been able to get out of it. Like, it's just not happened. Wow. From what you've shown, what what you told me just now, when I said earlier, like, I would have never known, it's because now I could see the transformation of Christ in you, Clarissa, just so you know. So I'm not where I used to be. Redeem song is playing yeah. in your life right now. Ooh, that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's beautiful. Like, wow. Praise God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I mean, even when I've gone to doctors and they're like, oh well, you used to take, you know, this. And I'm like, used to. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll try to push it, you know, they'll try to say, well, well, you know, you're having a hard time. And, yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll, I'll not, I'll be honest. Last November when we were all shut down and I was exposed um, to coronavirus. And so I had to get tested. And while I was waiting for the test, um, cause back then it was like, you had to wait forever. Wow. Um, <clears throat> while I had to wait, um, I couldn't be around my kids. They were fine, but my toddler didn't understand. She's three you know, and she was crying and I was crying and it was, it was terrible. And my, I had, my blood pressure was crazy and went to the doctor and she's like, Oh, well you have high blood pressure, high blood pressure. And I said, no, I don't. And she's like, no, your blood pressure is high. And I was like, well, because I'm anxious. And she's like, well then take medication. And I was like, that's not the answer. But she pushed me so much that I just said, fine, give it to me. Right. Well, she gave it to me and I filled it and I got home and I thought, okay, well, maybe I need to chill out. You know, maybe I do need to take it. And I took one pill and it was the worst experience of my life. My, my heart rate was crazy. I felt nauseous. And so I just learned in that moment, like, no, you know, better right. God's got this. Don't, don't doubt. Yeah. 
So I got it out of my system and then went to, you know, just went to the good old basics of praying and chilling out and saying, you know what, it is what it is. We'll be fine. And then I got myself back on track <laughs> and threw those pills away. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And my mom and I were talking about yesterday um, about me posting that post about the medication and she wasn't all for it, even though she still loves me and supports me, but um, because a mom does love her child, but I was only doing what what I've experienced and what I felt God was putting on my heart because there's other people out there that may need that, that little tug on their shoulder. But at the same time, I want to be very, um, compassionate towards those that that are taking medication for the right reasons um because i have a friend in north carolina who was originally going to commit suicide so he needed to take medication and so i called him on the phone last summer and i just told him hey man like just so you know like those thoughts that you may have you're not those things you don't feel ashamed don't feel angry and i told him me on this journey of having to take medication since I was seven years old and, and like how it actually, the medication gave, gave me weight gain and I was having mm-hmm. breasts big time and him hearing my story helped him with, with being on his journey of being on medication. So for any of you out there that are taking medication, we're not trying to shame anybody. We're not doing that. But at the same time, we, we just want to empower you to look beyond um, where you're at. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think the thing too, like um, there's different reasons, you know, like when I had my first daughter, I was 22 years old, um, which is super young to have a baby. (laughs) Like you're in charge of a whole other person. Um, And it was a lot and I had postpartum depression and I needed to take that medication. Like that was a need, Um, you know, and I'm glad that my family supported me and they helped me through it. And then I didn't need it. And um, with the anxiety medication, um, I needed it there was a time that I needed it, but there was also a time where I had done, you know, the cognitive behavioral therapy. I had done the talk therapy. I had read the books. I had done all the work. I had the resources that I needed to handle it. And I needed to try, you know, and I've tried before, before I was 36, there was a time where I tried to get off the medication um, and it didn't, it didn't go well, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I wasn't, um, I wasn't equipped at the time. I thought I was, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get back on the medication, but, you know, I think, um, praying for wisdom and discernment, mm-hmm. talking to the people that you have in your life that are closest to you, mm-hmm. you know, to help them, you know, cause sometimes you think, um, you see yourself a certain way and then you talk to other people and they're like, Oh no, but I'm noticing, you know, X, Y, and Z. So it's important to have a good support system in your life. If you are on medication. And then if you're thinking that you want to get off of it, you know, having that support system too, to kind of keep you in check and make sure you're, you're doing okay. Accountability is important. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Last question. Is there any person that had to be patient with you growing up that you want to, speak about oh yeah (laughs) my father (laughs) i remember i mean my mom i hope you could meet my mom one day like 
I don't know how, but you'll have to because she's just the loveliest person. She's just so sweet. Um, my mom, you know, is a good Christian woman. Um, she's so patient and so loving and not judgmental at all and just accepting. And my dad is is uh, a lot rougher um, in his ways. <laughs> and um, I remember growing up, you know, just um, having a lot of emotion and a lot of feelings and my dad just being like, well, just stop. You know, and I'd be crying like, and I would cry ugly when I was younger, just like that. Like, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Stop it, breathe, <laughs> knock it off." <laughs> and just like, you know, my mom would just be like, "Leave her alone, like she's processing or she's like trying," you know. And yeah. and um, he just um, he yeah, he probably had anxiety himself but you know he's six my dad's 61 so you know back in the day these poor parents I mean I have so much grace and love for my parents because they could only do what they knew you know and back in the day when they were growing up like they got spanked with belts and they were you know it was tough he had a tough military household that he grew up in so you know emotion was so foreign, you know, and, and speaking about your feelings was just so like, no, 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 stop it. Get it together on your own and go in the room, you know? So he, um, he's, I mean, the best, we have the best relationship now, but for sure, I know that I tested his patience and, um, you know, kind of made it difficult for him at times, but, you know, now he's the first one. If I call him and like, Oh, you know, like, work was long or, you know, the kids are this or that. And he's just like, has the best advice. And <laughs> it's weird. He's like very understanding when our, you know, his grandkids tell him like, well, grandpa, like, I'm sad that I didn't score any points at the basketball game. And he's like, it's okay. You'll do better next time. You know, keep working hard. And I'm just like, who's this guy? <laughs> Sounds a lot more gentle. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Oh. That's cool. I'm really happy to hear about that and hope to meet your mom one day as well. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, they're fun. <laughs> I'll have a barbecue or something and invite Mr. Ryan over. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I'm only a few doors away from you probably now. So. I know. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Whole Creations this week. Thank you everyone for watching. You all are amazing. We love you. God bless you. Keep on your journeys and we wish you all the best. So...